Coming to you live from Washington, D.C., it's Artist and Alley with your host, Allie Crump. One of the reasons maybe pop punk should be dead. Alan, thank you so much for that lovely intro. I appreciate it. You know, a roast a day keeps um, keeps you humble. Uh, hey, everyone. Welcome back to Artist and Alley. My name is, you guessed it, Allie, and this is the podcast where I give you an all-access pass to your new favorite artist. On this episode, we have games we play. This interview, honestly, was such a blast. These dudes are so funny and... I originally found them on TikTok, which you'll hear about in this episode, um, and they have such great energy, and I was like, okay, like, let's see if it, you know, converts to interview, and of course it did, um, and it was just a, such a blast, and after we got off the record, um, we then chatted for another probably 45 minutes, um, just really great dudes all around, um, and their song Deadbeat is streaming now, you can check that out, um, we'll plug them again after this little roundup, but just hang tight for the episode, I promise you it's such a blast, we even talked about if we think Stevie Wonder could see, um, we talked about Miami, we talked about so many different things, um, so just stick around for the interview. But let's talk about what's happened in the last two weeks. Last week, we took a week off. Um, long story short, it was it was an okay time. Um, <laughs> sometimes interviews just don't work out, um, especially if somebody picks a date and then, you know, they are busy because of certain things, whatever. Um, I appreciate every artist we've had on the show um, and we have to come. We have a very exciting interview happening in the next couple of hours after... Um, I get off this record for this <laughs> this intro, um, but I went to my first show back. Um, this was not planned. Uh, <laughs> my first show back was supposed to be the band Camino in Nashville with my friend Sydney um, in on the 31st of August, but um, I have been applying for different show passes, um, for photo pass, for review passes and stuff like that. Um, and sometimes you get answers in the next, you know, 24 or 48 hours you you ask for it. And sometimes you get them um, 24 hours, 48 hours to, before the show. So on Monday night, I get an email from All Time Lowe's publicist and she was like, hey, you're approved. And I was like, what? In my head, well, I didn't respond to that. I was like, in my, in my head, I was like, what? No way. Um, so I look up the show. <laughs> it's the next day. And little did I know it was not two hours away, like I had originally anticipated. It was actually four hours. Um, so I quickly had to decide what I was going to do. Um, shoot three of my favorite bands, All Time Low, Grayscale, and The Main, um, or pass and say, mm, sorry, can't do it this time. Um, and naturally, I did everything I could in my power and I made it to Nor Norfolk, Virginia. Um, the drive was not bad. Uh, I ended up getting a hotel for the night um, because I didn't want to drive back at, you know, 11 o'clock at night all the way those four hours back to Maryland. And then I had to turn around and be at work the next day. Um, so I made the conscious decision to stay at a hotel. Um, hotel was kind of problematic. We're not going to get into that. Um, but the show was incredible. Grayscale kicked off the show um, and they played some of my favorite songs in Violet, Painkiller Weather. Um, they played their new song, Babylon, Say It's My Face. And since seeing them, they released their full length album, Umbra, um, which we can talk about. Um, in a little bit and 
So they were great. I got some great pics. All of these pictures and the re- full review is up on the blog, artistnally.com slash blog. Um, and then the main came on. And if you you know me, I've talked about this a thousand times. Um, I love the main. Um, they're one of my favorite bands. They really have grown up with me. Um, so seeing them live is just like seeing old friends. <laughs> um, they always are so consistent and they put on such an amazing show. And truthfully, um, they it, it, be, seeing them as one of my first artists I've seen back since the pandemic has been it was it just really made sense. Um, and I made a friend who also likes the main, and we were talking about going to eighty one twenty three fest, and it was just so fun. Um, I made friends with a couple girls online, um, so shout out if you're listening. Um, <laughs> but it was such a great show. And then the all time low came on, and I've seen all time low a few times in different situations. Um, I saw them last January, February. Um, they played a five dollar show in Baltimore at the Auto Bar, and it was so jam packed. Um, but it was fun. Like the acoustics aren't great in that venue, especially for somebody like All Time Low. But they were they put on a great show. I saw them in high school, which, if I remember correctly, seeing them in high school wasn't that terrific. Um, I think it was just pretty, pretty, pretty okay. Um, but seeing them on Tuesday, they were fantastic. I don't know if they needed the break from quarantine and they just came back with rearing energy, but they they put on such a fabulous show. I was very impressed and I've seen them before. So it was just kind of like, it felt very refreshing to know that they've like, they're st- they, they still got it. The boys still got it. Um, they played a lot of older songs um, and newer songs, of course. Uh, I do really love their new song, Once in a Lifetime, and they play that live, which was great, and they played Monsters. Um, And of course, they had to play it with TikTok's favorite song, Dear Maria. Um, It was absolutely fabulous. Uh, Energy in the crowd was great. Um, They required vaccine status or uh, negative COVID tests to get in, and then masks were optional, but I would say probably about 70% of the crowd was wearing masks, If I mean, from what I could see. Um, I'm a short gal, so that's from what I could see. Uh, it was, it was, it's really good to be back, and then this week I'm going to Nashville on Monday with my good friend Sydney, and we are seeing the band Camino Valley and Nightly on this upcoming Tuesday, so a week from that first show, which is all too much. It's too much. My heart can't handle it. Um, as somebody who grew up in the live music sphere and going to concerts every day, it's been something that I've been missing a lot. Um, and I didn't realize how much I missed it until I walked into that venue. And I mean, mind you, you're just walking in, you know, everybody's just kind of like piling in and so forth and so on. And uh, I'm, I'm going to get emotional. It's, it was just like being back, back at it. Um, so the show was great. Um, again, check out our blog coverage. Um, there's some great picks up um, of all three of the bands. Um, and they are still on tour with the Side Summer Tour through September and then also Sad Summer Tour, which is the main event. Um, no pun intended. Uh, they're actually in Baltimore today and it's sold out. And guess who's not going, unfortunately. But I did get to see them this week, which is so incredible. Um, so check them out all fall long. I think they're heading to the UK in uh, late late September, early November. They're heading to the UK with the main. Um, so any UK fans out there, go check them out. Um, yeah. So yeah. So Grayscale. Speaking of Grayscale, they released a a record called Umbra this week. Um, I've given it a listen. Um, Grayscale I I found because I'm big in pop punk, um, and that leads into this episode, but. 
I, it was not so much punk, it was more so pop. Uh, there was some saxophones in there. There was a lot of jammy guitars. Um, and yeah, uh, it, it was a great album. There's a lot of songs that I think you would think are the same songs over and over again. Um, and I think that there's not as much harder songs, like heavier songs. Um, but I did enjoy it. Um, I think Grayscale do a great genre bending kind of twist on pop punk. Um, but I know that it will be a little disappointing for fans looking for heavier stuff. But I think with the two two or three singles they've put out from this record, it is to be expected that they weren't going to be doing um, a heavier album. So that's that's that. Um, and Lord, since we've talked, has put out her full length record. And truthfully, I haven't listened to it more than once or twice through um, just because I, I, I listened to it, if I'm being honest, um, one time through and I was like, kind of like, well, it's okay. And then I haven't gotten the energy to listen to it again. I will return with my full and thorough re um, response to it. Um, but very exciting news for me and any mall rat pop scene kids. Um, the one, the only Somerset is back. Now this was not anticipated, no clues. All of the guys and gal have been out doing their own thing. Um, Steven and John have their pretty successful project Twin XL that has made ra radio station waves um, very much so in the last couple years. Um, I know Brian did a solo project, but then he was doing um, different events. And I think from what I understand from watching the Instagram live that they really or they were doing, um, he went in like he's been sober for a little bit. So I think that he maybe was going through that. Um, and Jess has been drumming for everybody under the sun. Um, I saw her when I I think I recently talked about this. Um, I saw Coin and Tessa Vila was opening for them and Jess Bowen of the Somerset was playing drums for them. And I turn around and I'm standing there because I was shooting the show. I was standing on the balcony um, and I turn around and she was right behind me and I introduced myself. I was like, hey, like you are a big part of my childhood growing up, so forth and so on. And it was, it, it was fabulous. Um, so anyway, they're back. They have a song called Street Lightning and I think that what they're calling what they're doing is neon pop punk, um, which I think fits that very well. And this track was very good. It's very on brand for the summer set. Um, I have been a fan of them since God knows how long. Uh, my older brother was going to Warp Tour. I wasn't allowed to go to Warp Tour. Um, but I, my one thing is like, can you please like, just like meet the Somerset for me? So my older brother brought me back a signed poster from the Somerset and it was Josh who did not return with the Somerset, might I add. Um, and then John Gomez saying, keep hustling, Allie. And then it said, thug life, John Gomez. Um, I wonder if I still have that in a box somewhere, to be honest, but they're back. It's so exciting. Um, so be sure to give that track a listen and make sure they keep making music. They also did announce that they would be doing 8123 Fest with the main. Um, and what else? There's so much. I feel like there's so much music that has happened in the last two weeks. Um, but those were my like personal big excitements. And um, I truthfully, 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 I'm so excited for all of this stuff to come back. And, um, oh, and on top of the Somerset, we're also getting new stuff from the cab. 
Yeah. Yeah, the same era of the Somerset. And so I was watching, again, the Instagram Live from uh, the Somerset, and they had mentioned how... Uh, oh, God, I'm, I like lost track of my thought. Um, they mentioned how the cab lead singer Alex had reached out to Brian and was like, dude, what the fuck? Like, we were just about to announce that we're coming back, too. And it's just kind of funny um, because it's, you know, stuff like that is not planned. And uh, it just so happens that this happens on this date and so forth. Um, And then uh, there's just so much. Uh, Casey Musgraves also announced that she's coming back with a full length album and film that she released a trailer for. Um, wow, all of the things. It's so great. Um, I'm, I'm running out of time. We need to get into my last five like songs on Spotify. Um, number one, One and Only Justified by Casey Musgraves. Again, um, chef's kiss. Uh, <laughs> I, you guys know I hated Casey Musgraves and then all of a sudden I decided to like her and now I'm obsessed with her. When I go to Nashville, Sydney and I are literally going to be going to the Casey Musgraves exhibit at the Country Music Hall of Fame. Um, second on my list, Real Friends. Real Friends put out a new track. They also uh, teased their album. Um, the song is called Teeth. Very good. Number three, Street Lighting by The Somerset. Ask me if I'm excited. I'm very excited. Uh, number four is Say Goodbye by The Brook of the Bluff. Um, I really enjoy everything I've heard from Book of the Bluff. They always end up on like Spotify playlists for me, and I always like a song here and there. But this was their newer track that I found. Um, I adore it a lot. And number five, um, I think we've talked about how much I love this song, um, and I actually went back and re-liked it because I wanted it to be in my heavy rotation. Um, Easy with uh, by Troy Sivan featuring Casey Musgraves, Mark Ronson. Um, self-explained. Uh, I think in the last episode with Rightfield, we talked about how much I love this song. Um, so those are my last five like songs on Spotify. Um, and we're going to get into the episode. But before we do, um, if you like what you hear, you like what you're you're listening to, the podcast, whatever, um, follow us on all social media sites at Artist and Alley. Um, subscribe to us on YouTube, Artist and Alley. Um, and be sure to follow and download and save everything you're listening. If you're listening to it on a podcast app, which you are, because this doesn't go on YouTube, um, feel free to, to review. Give us five stars, four stars, three stars, maybe not less than three stars, unless you really hate it. Um, at Artist Nally on all social media sites. And then the amazing games we play. Uh, again, this band was just so fun. And if you like like retro pop punk, like newfound glory like that that era of stuff but you like like newer stuff oh it's just so good the games to play is great uh all the dudes incredible um so max aaron emin thank you so much for hanging with us um we be sure to follow them on social media at games we play um i think on spot uh not spotify on tiktok there are games we play band um so be sure to check them out but i do know on instagram if you want to get there and go to their link tree uh, at games we play um, and without further ado, um, we are going to get into the episode. Be sure to stream Deadbeat by Games We Play. Um, and we're going to get into it. Have a great day, guys. pop-punk band Games We Play is fresh and in-your-face and on your For You page. This band just recently dropped their single, Deadbeat, that is truly a banger, and after upwards of a million views on TikTok, that we only want to hear more. From Nashville, Miami, all of the places to LA, we're going to find out. This band is ready to take over the world. Please welcome Games We Play. Hi. Thank you. Hey. <laughs> Hi. Hello, hello. Um, well, just to get us started, what was the last thing you guys listened to? 
Um, we were just listening to Miley Cyrus in the car. Uh, what was yes. the Bruno Mars song we were listening to? Skate. <laughs> oh, Is that the new one. Yes, but we were listening oh. to Gorilla by Bruno Mars. Yeah. That song is you know that song? Bang, bang, Gorilla. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. That's a banger. Crazy. It yeah, is. It is. Yeah. I feel like people don't appreciate like that era of Bruno Mars as much as they really should. Oh, it's Dude, great. Yeah. What was the last song you listened to? Um, I was listening to Billie Eilish's album. Um mm. Is I it good? didn't like it the first time, but then I needed to give it some more. It's 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 growing on me. It's growing. Okay, on me. we're getting there. Oh, <laughs> cool. hell yeah, yeah. Um, and I want to talk about what you guys kind of grew up listening to. I mean, I mean, I know I have very much emo pop punk roots, but before that, I was listening to country, which makes you know <laughs> so much sense. Uh, so how did you guys kind of get to where you are, uh, where you listen to at least? Um, so I grew up like listening to pop punk and punk and hardcore my dad was in um a hardcore band on fearless records called glass eater so basically like since i came out of the womb was listening to edgy bands due to him uh yeah um i grew up just listening to what my parents would play which was like michael jackson Prince, all that eight. My mom loves '80s music. Um, and then when I like, developed my own music taste, there was a lot of like Nirvana and like a lot of like '90s alt rock grunge stuff. So yeah, that's that's that. A dog. Yeah, I'm probably very similar to you. I have very emo pop punk roots. Um, yeah, we just had a real big emo phase, and I just kind of stuck to that for a while, and then uh, came out the other side better for it, I think. <laughs> And then now Max and I, I feel like we mostly listen to like rap music and yeah. stuff, which is fun. <laughs> it's weird how that works. Yeah. It's really weird looking at the pipelines of indie kids because um, I feel like you either go one way. You either go towards the alt pop way, which is like pretty much where I am. Um, and then you go to like the R&B hip hop way, which is really funny. Um, yeah. Or you just listen to everything and like just hit shuffle on your, your I was going to say iPod. Who has an iPod? Your phone. And you're just like, let's fucking go. <laughs> I got Blake Shelton mixed in the play. Oh, dude, don't get me wrong. I love, I love country, but only when it's like hard. Like, have you heard the song, uh, He Went to Jared by Hardy? No, but now I need, I need to immediately investigate this. He went to Jared, I went to the bar. So hard. Honestly? Yeah. Yeah, see, like, when I, my parents took me to my first concert when I was six, I saw Tim McGraw, I had, I was like, the nosebleeds of the seats, I had binoculars, like, the whole thing, so, like, we always went to, like, the summer concert series in my area and stuff like that, and it was always like, yeah, this is, this is it, and I went to school one day, and I was probably like eight and i was wearing a tim mcgraw shirt and somebody goes what the fuck are you wearing not you know, <laughs> we're children they probably didn't say fuck but what were you wearing i was like it's yeehaw tim mcgraw and everyone was like what is she doing yeah. um and then i ended up uh finding a fallout boy cd in my older brother's room and mm-hmm. changed my life changed my life in third grade <laughs> what cd Oh, it was from under a cork tree. Okay. Oh, cool. I was yeah, on a like, field trip at summer camp, and Lincoln Park came on the radio, and that was the catalyst for me. Really? <laughs> you just heard it, and you just, like, in your veins kind of just, like, yeah. here we are. Five <laughs> because. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. So you're kind of 
origin story starts in Miami, from my understanding. So you guys are in L.A. now, which is amazing. Congratulations yeah. on that. Thank, thank um, you. How, and you guys stopped in Nashville somewhere along the way. Um, yes. How did that kind of happen? Why did you choose Nashville? And then why was the L.A. move kind of essential for you guys? So I initially moved to Nashville with my parents um, he grew up in Miami, though. Yeah, yeah. We started the start of the Miami. You want story. me to start from the beginning? Yeah. So we all so I was born. Right. <laughs> Open the book from the womb. I was listening to hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so we were all in like separate local bands in South Florida. Games you play has been the only band I've been in, but they've all been in a couple bands. Um, and yeah, we saw each other around, and then Aaron joined Games You Play in South Florida, right? And we still saw Max at shows. I used to ask Max to hang out at shows just to get him to come to Games You Play shows and not hang out with him. <laughs> I heard. <laughs> anyway, so then I moved to Nashville with my family, and coincidentally, Max moved on the same day. So... Ignore it, ignore it, ignore it, ignore it, ignore it, ignore it. Sorry. We got to Add him to the call. Wait, let me let me throw this boy on Do Not Disturb. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so No, you're sorry. fine. I actually reminded me to do that, too. <laughs> cool. Okay. I think we are on Do Not Disturb. Cool. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, we moved to Nashville, and then Max and I became really, really good friends. And then Aaron moved up to Nashville to be in games you play. And then we just did the band thing for a while. Um, Max was never, like, an official member of Games You Play, but he would always hang out with us. And then we kind of just stopped doing it because life happened. Um, yeah. And, and then COVID hit. Yeah. And then you guys moved back to Florida. Yeah. And then mid-COVID, I was just like, guys, do you want to go to Los Angeles? And well, not mid-COVID. It was like and two months end. ago. Yeah. Yeah, no, near the end of COVID. No, I'm saying for when we... Yeah, this was a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, this was like six months ago, Aaron. I was oh. like, guys, do you want to go to Los Angeles and record a bunch of songs? So we did with our other super close friend, Jake. And basically, we recorded the songs. And it was like a great, great vibe. And we were taking hella photos, making hella content, writing great music yeah. and we at that moment we were just like do you guys want to move here um i don't know it was just up it was just a really good time to capitalize yeah and then we literally sent it like we got back to nashville we were in nashville for like two weeks i sold everything i owned literally, I literally everything sold every single i have like six t-shirts actually this one's new so now i have seven oh. <laughs> but <laughs> um, like it was so spur of the moment like I had just got a job in Nashville because I thought I was moving back to Nashville but we all just decided to like send it and come here yeah I thought I was moving so. back to Nashville as well I thought I was moving back to Nashville in August and then we had like that those two weeks in LA and I was like guess I'm moving to LA with the boys <laughs> so that was fun news to break to my girlfriend just like the ultimate full send yeah, <laughs> yeah. she loves it in LA though <laughs> yeah, she she came with us. She hates it. <laughs> We're vibing. Well, I love yeah. the support. <laughs> the, the boys' vibes are up, though. <laughs> so, so where in Miami are you guys from? 
I am from, so if you want to get specific, I'm from an area close to Doral, which probably okay, yeah. to anyone. No, oh, I, so I, I went to UCF, so I have a bunch of friends from oh, Miami. Yeah. 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 Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So you, you know about the 8th Street vibes then? A little bit, yeah. Calle Ocho. <laughs> Please high five for those of you listening on audio. Aaron tried to dap me up, but I didn't want you. Um, can, the dap was silent. So you're from Doral. Ish. Uh, I'm from Doral. So you're from Sweetwater. Actually, yeah, that's more like okay. I'm from Sweetwater. Yeah. I'm actually not from Miami. I'm from Broward County. Oh, okay, so, yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like 30 or 40 minutes north of like where they lived. And then, yeah. Uh, I was born in, like, Sweetwater area, but was raised in Cutler Bay, Cutler Ridge. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Nice. I have a bunch of friends. Um, oh, God. Now I'm going to forget all of the cities they're from because okay. I'm under pressure. But I know yeah. one of them uh, did go to Marjorie Summit Douglas. Um, okay. That's my elementary. Wait, no, really? Not. I went Wait, to Mar- no. Wait. Oh, do you the high school. The high school. Yeah, oh, yeah no. Parkland, Parkland, Parkland. That's what it's called. I yeah. was going for Douglas, and like all my friends went to Douglas, but I. Oh, really? Parkland. When I was like my senior year of high school, my parents didn't want to make me change schools, so oh, literally wow. everyone I had went to Douglas. Yeah. Man, yeah, my friend went to. He he graduated. Oh God, I'm not gonna remember one because I think he's he's a couple years older than me, but he's uh, I think he graduated like 20, 2013. Anyway. Yeah. I was just curious because I feel like um, everyone from Miami, similar to like I say, I'm from DC. Is like uh, we're actually not from yeah, <laughs> that right. city. So, but that's awesome. Okay, now my phone's ringing. This is this is going swell. <laughs> <laughs> I think your friend called me. Um, but yeah, that's awesome. Um, I think that is was such a so cool move. And um, I've never been to Nashville. I'm actually going in a few weeks. Which is so exciting. Really? Yeah, I'm going to see uh, the band Camino. Yeah. For their show at the Ryman, yeah, I'm really excited. Oh, but yeah. um, I know that that indie scene alone is just like hopping Crazy. off. I feel like everybody's either going to Nashville or um, Los Angeles. I feel like not as many people are like, oh, New York's New York's the big music move now, which is really interesting. Yeah. Um, but uh, so with um, the music scenes there, obviously Nashville is like profoundly country. Um, it, it's interesting um, because you guys are mainly pop punk. Did you experience anything in the scene? I know you guys talked about moving there at different times, but how was it for the pop punk scene? A lot of house shows. Yeah, a, a, a lot of house a, shows. a lot of house shows. But we played pop punk, and like yeah. three years ago, we played not that good pop punk. And like the bands we were playing with were emo bands. Yeah, we didn't. We like maybe in the four years that we lived there, or three years that we lived there, played with two pop punk bands. Yeah, it's weird. I feel like we've always kind of been like a little out of place in Miami. When we were doing pop punk in Miami, I, we were the only band doing pop punk in Miami. There's a couple bands now doing pop punk in Miami that I'm friends with, mm-hmm. but like. We weren't. We were the only pop punk band there, and then we were really the only pop punk band in Nashville. And then we that could, we knew of. We could that we knew of. Yeah, yeah. Nashville's a big city. That, that we that played like in the scene. There was yeah. there's a band called Best Intentions, and then there's another band that doesn't exist anymore. 
uh, rest in peace Kyle called Carverton and those were pretty much the only two that at least we yeah. knew yeah of. that we knew and we played like a good amount of shows oh, yeah. in the time we were there yeah. but it's true we would like hop on shows and it would all be like emo bands yeah and I'm not so. gonna lie I feel like we almost prefer that though like it's it's cool to hop on a lineup and have mm-hmm. some diversity than listen to five pop punk bands in a row so it's definitely not a complaint <laughs> just an observation yeah but, yeah for sure yeah but now now that we're gone pop punk's <laughs> becoming like trendy again and now really good new pop punk artists are emerging like John Harvey or people in the realm of pop punk like this girl Charlotte Sands. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they're great and we really miss an opportunity playing with them since we moved out here. Yeah. But we'll play with them at some point. Heck yeah. yeah. And something I think there's a lot of things you guys do that I absolutely adore and as like longtime oh, pop punk fan I just really appreciate. But I think you guys handing out physical CDs. I, I flabbergasted. Who listened I mean like, you know, that was very warped tour for me and like you get harassed mm-hmm. by somebody in line, like here, list like t- take my headphones, like like listen to me, please. Um and that is so iconic to me and like every time like a lot of rappers in Baltimore do that, um, or used to do that, like pre-COVID, and it was just like people like looked like like what what, what are you guys, what are you kids doing there? And I just think it's so cool, and I I love that you guys are doing that. Um, can you talk about like how that like came about? Why you guys decided to use that as a source of uh, exposure for the city? Uh, so it's weird. I don't, I feel like we've always taken to wanting to do physical promotion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like we love the talk tiktok's awesome but i don't know there's just something different about like showing up somewhere and passing out cds or flyers or um i don't know stickers anything we've done it all right in miami we, we had a conversation about this recently in miami we would do that all the time um with very little benefit it's just hard to get people to care with physical promotion it's just something we enjoy it's kind of statistic honestly because it's painful to go up to people and then just have severe rejection after rejection Mm -hmm. but it's like i don't know it's part of the grind and it was cool it's it's proven to be really beneficial and inspiring out here because like we'll hand cds out to people that we didn't know were somebody but everybody's somebody in, out in LA. So yeah. last time we passed out CDs was outside of a Jaden show, and we accidentally gave one to Machine Gun Kelly's bassist, which we <laughs> ended up having a really cool conversation with. And like, yeah, yeah, he was just an awesome guy, and like, was flabbergasted as well that we were doing physical promotion and shared yeah. a few inspirational words with us. And he was a real cool dude. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. And yeah. um, L.A. alone is, like, I feel like, like you said, a great place to do that. And um, I have same friend who's from Parkland uh, moved to L.A. And he's in, like, uh, like digital media and stuff like that. But he, like, the way he talks about it, I'm just like, do I want to move out there? <laughs> just because it's, like, I feel like it's such a fostering, like, creative energy. And, you know, very few cities have that in in different ways in different forms so i like I, it's really awesome that you guys were able to do that and machine gun kelly's basis like heck yeah like you never know where the fuck that's gonna go like right you yeah. know c- could be on his lap and you guys have started this like i want to say campaign for, to like try and open for mod sun on this upcoming tour yeah. um which is awesome too and i watched that video and just all of your guys's covers first of all like the covers you guys have done um incredible um and (laughs) of course and um i just 
the way music is right now in the world, especially in the pop punk world, I feel like everybody has this like, like, I don't want to say aura, but like this facade and like ever, nobody's like funny anymore. Nobody's really cool anymore. Nobody is just like, yeah, fuck yeah. We're just like, like just a couple of bros. Everybody is like, like dead ass serious. And it's, it's really refreshing to have like you guys on the scene, just like fresh, like, you guys, you guys are happy and like still playing <laughs> pop punk and like, yeah, yeah. um, so I just like very much like applaud you guys on that, and I it's really funny because when I saw the TikTok, that's how I found you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I'm scrolling through my for you page. It's all this all this junk, all this junk. Why am I on this for another third hour of the day? Um, yeah. And I get like the deadbeat TikTok, and <laughs> immediately I'm like, oh sick, like new song, like let let's see it, and then. Uh, I see Em's wife and I'm like, why does she look familiar to me? So I have a mental breakdown of like, why does she look familiar and figured out why? Because I was very large internet gal in my teens um, mm-hmm. and remembered who she was, which is very cool. And then I'm like listening and I'm like, what? what? This is such a banger. Um, <laughs> and then I, you know, go through the downfall of like listening to other songs that have been put out and stuff like this. Um, so can you talk about Deadbeat and like where that came from? And I mean, first of all, the lines, fuck my friends, fuck my, fuck the president, like chef's kiss last year. Um, <laughs> so um, can we just talk about the inspiration behind that and like where that came from? Yeah, that the inspiration kind of came from. I don't know about everybody, but definitely our life and something that we all struggle with, that we still struggle with, like pretty frequently. Mm. Just that, I don't know, that you know you could be doing something, but for some reason you're choosing to do nothing with your life and you really hate it, but you're also not going to stop, you know? Um, So that's where the idea came from. But how it kind of came together was I, I started out with the idea and I dropped out of high school. So I have really bad English, which means – are you there? <laughs> oh, OK. Um, I have really bad English. OK. I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't write good lyrics. So then Danny kind of helped me with the lyrics, which was great. And then – I called Max one day. I was like, hey, I have this like really promising verse. Like all we had was from it's 2 p.m. I'm still in it till the fuck my friends, fuck the president. And then, yeah. And, and then I called Max. I was like, hey, like, what do you think about this? Can you maybe like try to write a chorus for this? And he didn't. But he did say, hold on. And he like took like two hours and sent me a little MP3 with the brown brown well brown brown well because that's that wasn't on the original song and I personally think that that's like a huge part of why that song is so good in my opinion. Um, yeah, and then basically after we had that, we wrote the second verse, but we went weeks of having no chorus at all. I started to call all my friends. I texted them and I was like, yo guys, let's come up with something. Nothing we came up was good until like maybe a couple days before we were supposed to go into the studio and our producer slash like very close friend, Kyle was like, Hey, uh, how's it going? And I was like, I honestly don't know if I'm gonna be able to write a chorus for the song at all. And he's like, let's listen to it. 
And then we did over FaceTime, and the first thing he sang was na 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 na, and he sang yeah, he sang you, know, you sang it exactly, <laughs> he sang it like that, and basically what we did was we took one of the lines or a lot of the lines of the different choruses that we all wrote and put them together with Kyle's melody, and then after that it was just like a 400 degree Fahrenheit knife through freezing cold butter. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> through lukewarm butter. <laughs> yeah. And I just, the I think I have a favorite part of the song. I do really like the song a lot, but my singular favorite part is the crowd chants that you hear. And mm. like I said, like old pop punk had that a ton. I mean, uh, if you guys know Living Room Song by The Wonder Years, like that was like, the first time I heard that song, I was like, this is like, like, like I want to hear this at a show and like when I heard the, the crowd chants in Deadbeat I was like like I'm getting flashbacks to like earlier pop punk and like I said before like it's just I feel like you guys just have this like old school energy at a time that a lot of not, like other pop punk bands are going like in a different direction um, with like different uh, influences um, which is great and uh, there's another part of the song I want to bring up um, it's <laughs> reading conspiracy theories why did nobody tell me <laughs> no one ever tell me as db wonder could see mm -hmm. <laughs> do you know about that pretty solid i didn't until this song <laughs> <laughs> it's like we're all out of time <laughs> <laughs> you're just like cut the cameras we gotta go <laughs> oh i don't know if you can hear there's like echoes after that line dude the, yeah. the one that kills me is the the problems really well, 5g yeah there's <laughs> stevie wonder can see no one killed Kennedy and the problems really 5G, but Chef's good. yeah, it, <laughs> there's this there's this Joe Rogan podcast I've, with somebody I forgot his name and he was like Stevie Wonder you know that dude can like 100% see <laughs> and, and Joe Rogan was like there's no way that's true he's like yeah like there's videos of him driving cars <laughs> and if you look like there's people who write reports on it and it's very interesting and i kind of believe believe he could see it. um i will definitely not be going through a reddit thread after this call <laughs> and exploring this more um, it gets nuts i'm i'm here for it and if you want to add another conspiracy theory in your next song um avril lavigne is dead is also that's a big one i heard about that the other I day about that. oh yeah i'm already yeah. behind it <laughs> I believe. <laughs> um, Someone's got to tell Mod. Do, do, do you guys know about that? <laughs> no. They, it's yeah. the same conspiracy conspiracy of, with Andrew WK that Yo. and Paul McCartney. Yeah, that basically he died and got replaced. Well, yeah, that they were made as this person, so they. <laughs> have come up with a new Avril Lavigne, and her name is like Wendy or something. That's Wendy but, Ravine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Um, Yo. But Damn, that's crazy. Just for the sake of this, I'm going to say that's true, too. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I'm, really, I'm really glad we could agree on that. <laughs> um, so, like I said, like this whole song was a chef's kiss from the second I heard it and um, yeah. I think that's why it's doing well so on TikTok because I think like personally for me people like me who are you know mid 20 somethings love pop punk you know like into the other things like they hear that and they're just like fuck like this is like you know my bread and butter but like cut it with frozen butter with a you know yeah. 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 <laughs> um, and then story of a love song is also 
very good and um the well woes in that are so good and it's so wholesome mm. it's just just wholesome fun and i just mm. adore it a lot Thank um you. and of course and you know, as we fall into, you know, the end half of this year and already we've seen so much um, rock and roll punk play such a large role in like popular culture, um, like Willow Smith. MGK is obviously a really big one. Um, how how do you guys feel about this kind of resurgence? I mean, obviously, it's a very positive thing overall. But what are your guys' reactions to that as it becomes more mainstream? I don't know what I think about it, um, but I will say I really like a lot of those artists. Like, I really like Machine Gun Kelly, Modson, and I really like Modson. And those are two artists that I didn't necessarily love before. Like, they each had a few songs that I liked. You also like Kenny Hoopla? Yeah, I love Kenny Hoopla. So I'm about it. There are some people that I'm like not necessarily super about. Like, respect. Like, they're doing their thing, but like, I like a lot of it, honestly. Um, yeah, some of it's a little bit too edgy for me, but um, I think there's some yeah. good pop punk and like pop punk esque stuff coming out right now. Yeah, coming from another mid twenties pop punk emo kid, <laughs> I think <laughs> overall I think I'm I'm stoked that there's like a resurgence in pop punk and pop punk's cool again. I feel like mid 2010s kids wearing the defend pop punk shirts are really losing their mind right now. Yeah. Um, but there's definitely so it's like i feel like we were already doing this when there was a resurgence so it's like it feels like the perfect time for us like we're grinding harder than ever we're like oh people like this again that's awesome we've been doing it um but then there's also the side of like like max said there's some artists that are kind of like riding the wave and like that's cool like you want to ride the wave buy a fair fortune yeah (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah it's just that's the grind i don't know Overall, I'm happy about it. Yeah. In, For sure. In my opinion, there are also some artists that are riding the wave and killing it. Yeah. Like, if your heart's in it, if, you're, if your goal is to make good music, regardless of the genre, you're making good music. Yeah. That's Did you say sex? I said that's facts. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I heard something different. Uh, I would really like to hear a uh, Jack Harlow kind of take on, on pop punk, punk rock. Yeah, pop punk, punk rock, something. <laughs> Just like with some shredding guitars. I'm very yeah. curious of how it's that like, would sound. We got to oh, reach out to Jack. <laughs> Yo, games you play featuring Jack Harlow? That I can call him. We yeah. <laughs> yeah, let me let me like make a phone call real quick. Jackie. <laughs> Jackie, my boy. <laughs> um, yeah, it's really interesting. I mean, I let me call it Man Overboard and like get some old shirts, defend pop punk. But um, it's so bizarre to me because, you know, my niece is 12. And uh, when I was 12, I was very much into One Direction, which still am. Don't get me wrong. I love um, One Direction. We love that. <laughs> Amazing, and it's just like you have all these like other things you listen to, but like One Direction was very big for me. And now she's like, "Oh, I really like Billie Eilish." I'm like, "That's so fucking edgy for you for a 12 year old." So yeah. I'm like very happy in that regard of like all these kids are like actually enjoying it at that age, and not like yeah. me being weird wearing a Pierce the Veil shirt to <laughs> to middle school. No, same. Um. <laughs> interesting that little, like younger kids are getting into music because like I didn't listen to music consciously until probably I was like 14 or something. Like it was just like background noise and I was just like okay this is a song 
Yeah. So, but yeah, there are like like young kids on TikTok and like on the internet that just love music, which is pretty cool. I think it's awesome. And yeah. spe- speaking of TikTok, what are your guys' favorite TikToks right now? In general? Oh. Dude, I know Other than I, your own, too. Oh, that dude, <laughs> that, the accents. We all love that guy. The accents. Okay. Oh, my God. There's oh. a guy. Lucas who, Lopez. Yes, that guy. Do you know who that is? No. He does, like, the most Miami TikToks. He'll oh, just, okay. Like, like a, he'll just, like, play a character being a Cuban, like, like, just any random Cuban guy with an accent in Miami. Yeah. And so he'll just be like, Riggy. Yeah. I, what's your name? It's Riggy. <laughs> I knew it. That's my boy Riggy. They're so funny, dude. Aaron <laughs> can't do it justice. I can't he's, do it justice. He's literally really one bad. of the funniest people I've ever seen. Shout out the boy. He'd do it better than me. Yeah. yeah. There, there's him. I'll name two more. This one's a personal one. There's this kid with a huge ass. <laughs> he's. That sounds so fucked. <laughs> no, that's like. Kid with a huge ass. No, that dude I thought you were going to continue after that. I'm like, huge ass what? <laughs> Motorcycle? I just period. No. <laughs> He's a man. He's a full-grown man with a huge ass. Yes, and <laughs> a dump he basically, truck. He basically <laughs> like real. started the trend of. Is this a video podcast or no? Both. Yeah. Okay, so I can show you. Um, he started the trend with that with "Stay" by the Kid Leroy. Oh he, yes. This yes, guy. And oh wait, no, that's not what I'm talking about. No, this guy. <laughs> What? So if you if you look, the guy who made the video with the drone of him dancing like that's this. What I, that's what I thought you were talking about. At the beginning of the video, he's reacting to this video. Oh. And I have come to really like this guy. And then I could speak on all of our behalf when I say our, probably our favorite TikToker, and he's not big, is our friend Boone. Oh, yes. hell yeah. Boone's a beast. He's an amazing artist, but he's also an idiot. And he like <laughs> he like makes the funniest and dumbest TikToks I've ever seen. And he just got freaking Black Bear to duet him. Yeah, which yeah. was crazy. Black Heck Bear, yeah. made it's so funny, dude. Yeah. He's a beast. Heck Shout out yeah. to Boone. Hashtag plug Boone. There you go. <laughs> yeah, you need to look it up. It's oh, re- we won't even need to plug that guy. No, He's Boone's gonna, videos yeah. hit like. Is that his at Boone? Uh, or- on TikTok, it's why am I verified? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I've seen that name, so it's very possible. Yeah, he had a really good the other day. His 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 TikToks hit like the best vines hit. Yeah, like yeah. they're they're fast, and when they when they hit, it's just like the funniest thing in the world you did not expect. Right. <laughs> I, I absolutely love TikToks that give off Vine energy because, you know, you can't. Right. <laughs> That's what I search for on TikTok. You actually? Yeah. Vine? Vine energy. Oh, okay. Thank you. Look up Vine, Vine. <laughs> Yeah. Just give me peanut butter baby in 2021. <laughs> Yo. I just showed them that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when the baby <laughs> so funny. Um, I've been really into the guy who impersonates principals at a school. Uh, mm. you know what I'm talking about. Wait, no. Is that the same guy that does the frat boy accent or whatever? I don't. I've only watched his ones where he does. The, but he's like, he's got a fake wig on and like he's got the keys and he's like, when 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 high school teachers would like interrupt your you know your other. Oh, class, I know what you're talking like, about. It's so funny. Yeah. 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 <laughs> There's I another guy. TikToks I love all, all those impression TikToks. I watch this guy that <laughs> like pretends to be a frat boy, and they're so funny. <laughs> Is it the same guy who reacts in a frat voice? He's like, yeah. He's like, yeah, and some chocolate there. Yeah. No. Maybe. <laughs> 
I don't know. There's just this is so the same conversations I have with my friends, and they're like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? Straight up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you guys want to play a game of quick picks where I make you make a quick pick on a specific scenario, and what song comes to your head at first? Y- yeah, yes. for sure. Love should, we take tur- <laughs> should we each answer, or should we take turns answering? Love you like a love song, Selena Gomez. <laughs> uh, you, you guys all can answer, because I only have three. <laughs> okay. Cool. Um, you- I'll go first. Okay. So I already I- picked mine, because I'm very indecisive, and I would have a very hard time doing this on the spot. Um, but the first one is, you're teleported back to 1920. What song are you going to show them? I picked WAP. <laughs> Yo, that's what I'm going to say. So, uh, let's skip it. Uh, what's oh. that Megan St- the Stallion song that we always play um, in the car? Girls in the Hood. Girls in the Hood. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Incredible choice. That's yeah. a... Oh, yeah. she's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Facts. Are yeah. we all answering that one? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah we're all answering. <laughs> um, Unless that's the collection. I don't know answer. the name of it, but it's that song that's like... <gasps> Yo, they had that song in the twenties. <laughs> yeah, I would just be like, "Yo, I rock with this too." <laughs> he just walks up to a bar. He's like, "Let's play this." Shit. Yeah, no, and in the twenties, that's like late. Like, wasn't like that. Like, dude, that's like the eighteen hundreds and shit. Is it not? Yeah, it is. So I'm saying that music was like way old. So if I pull up to the club in the twenties and I'm like, like everyone's gonna. Crazy. They're gonna be like, yo, who put a hundred year old in the club? Yeah, for real. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and then I, if can we bring the music video since we're we're coming from the future? You're gonna blow their minds anyway, so yeah. Oh, I know you're Montero. Oh no, 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 industry baby. Industry yeah. baby. Uh, that first, the song is amazing, and it's probably my favorite music video. And like, I like really focus on music videos and admire artists that go all out. Like industry babies legit and it's hilarious yeah yeah i i'm I'm in the same boat like if somebody like when i look up artists i number one listen to the song if i dig the song i'll go to find the music video and if it's an incredible music video and just like chef's kiss of a of a visuals Mm -hmm. um i'm just like sold from the get-go i'm just like yes take my money um so number two is you're trapped in an elevator and someone's ringtone goes off and it won't stop ringing and it's the song that would be your personal hell um, I picked uh, Happy by Pharrell. Really? Oh, wait, is that... Um, uh, if you feel like you're... Oh. Is that what that yeah. is? Yeah. We oh. have very similar tastes. Really? If that, oh. If that was... Narvi. You said it would be hell in the elevator? It's <laughs> a personal hell for it to just play on the loop until you get out. Dang. I was really excited to, to, to answer the song that I would want to listen to if I was stuck in an elevator. Can I answer that instead? Go for it. Aaron, you have to answer hell. But mine is the same as hers. Okay, this is mine. Happy. I hate happy. Mine is I'm sorry. Hot chili peppers. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. A good stop. A California. Um. <laughs> personally, mine is any. Oh no no no! I like the Arctic Monkeys now. Uh, Max, no shade. It's probably XXX Temptation or whatever, however you pronounce. Oh yeah, uh, Max loves him, but he he has like this song that I really don't like. That's called "Bitch Are You Up." <laughs> I don't know what it is. Up like in, in, insomniac, but not a fan of him. I just remembered. I have a way better answer now. No. 
Money Machine by 100 Gex. Fuck you, dog. Dude, no. Fire. I love that song. Can you imagine listening to that song on repeat? Yeah, over and over again. Stupid. Oh my god. Dude, that song's fire. But shout out 100 Gex if you want to work with us. <laughs> shout out 100 Gex, but you know the fuck I heard. <laughs> All right, so the last, the last one is, you are on the way home from a terrible date. Everything you could ever imagine goes oh. bad. I don't know, you maybe spill the drink. You, so everything just goes to shit. And you, you drive the person home. What Let song me. are you playing to cut the silence? I'm going with uh, Brutal by Olivia Rodrigo. Okay, that that's a great one. But I'm going to start with the one I opened this podcast with. Who says, who says you're not perfect? Who says, who says you're not worth it? Who says you're not beautiful? Who says you're the only one that's hurting? Um, I who have, says by Selena Gomez what? is one of the best songs written of all time. I have a banger of a song. What? Have you seen Toy Story? Yes. You know that song, When She Loved Me? When she it's like oh fuck how does it go what's the what's the girl's name from Toy Story the cowgirl Jesse yeah and it's like in her scene when she's all alone it's like everything oh yeah 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 everything so you're going sad I would literally cry that song is so sad but you'd you'd make the other person cry probably honestly (laughs) just like sobbing on the way home this way they went so bad (laughs) literally Either that or fireball. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> fireball bomb. <laughs> a very Miami uh, answer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna throw in an oldie. It ends tonight by All American Rejects. Aaron, Aaron loves that song. Me. Yeah. All American Rejects wow. was one of like the first bands I got super obsessed with as a kid. So I have one final question for you guys. Musicians <laughs> have the ability and the platforms to leave a mark on the world in various ways, either bigger or smaller. What type of mark do you guys want to make as a band? Oh. Don't be afraid to be this this sounds really dumb, but just be yourself and don't try to be cooler than you are. You know, because you're cool the way you are. And if you try to be cooler than the way you are, you actually just turn out to be lamer than how cool you actually are. You know what I'm saying? Oh, be be with your friends. Do as stupid of stuff as you want to do. And I don't know, just have fun. Yeah. That's like what I think we all think of this friendship and this band. Yeah. To, to the point of what you were saying earlier, like where the pop punk scene's coming back up, but everyone like is trying to be like overly cool and there's not as much personality behind it. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's kind of like... I don't know. We've intentionally made it a purpose to be like, we're going to be ourselves because we can only ever get away with being ourselves. It would be so inauthentic. I mean, it's fake. Fuck. Um, but yeah, I don't know. We're just a group of boys being boys. Yeah. And we couldn't That's pretend simple. to be anything else. Just have fun with your friends and be you. Yeah. Heck yeah. Well, I beautifully said, um, and thank you guys so much for doing this. Um, I am very excited to hear more and more from you guys. Like I said, chef's kiss for all the songs. Um, and thank you guys for coming on today. So Games We Play, thank you. Thank yeah. you so much for having us. It yeah. was thank so you, fun. Uh,